0: So it's all about giving, man. Yeah. And any book you read, any person you listen to, um, Tony Robbins, yeah. Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, they all give. 100%. Give information. Give, give, give. And then you shall receive.
1: 100%, bro. Yeah. W- without giving, you have nothing. Exactly. You know, if you're not a giver, you're a taker, period. There yep. is no <laughs> in between. <inventory. laughs> yeah. What's up everybody, it's Jaquem the wave Maker, and we are here making waves all over in the community man And we got a friend of mine coming all the way from, really I met him in, in Hollywood Beach, Florida uh, So today he's going to tell you a little bit about where he's from But I met him in Hollywood Beach, Florida at the Patrick David, the vault conference And he's all the way here in Atlanta, Georgia with the Wave Makers. So we're excited to have you man Remember, don't miss the wave playing around in the sand Talk to us Lucas, how you doing man?
0: I'm doing well, man. You know, kind of exhausted. Um, waking up about five AM every morning to work out. Been driving since Sunday. Um and yeah, man, I'm doing the journey, the entrepreneurship
1: journey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us yeah. more about this. Like you're driving, what are you doing, bro? What's so,
0: originally I'm I'm from Virginia, right? Um, wow. I've always had this thrive in me where I just I wanted to do more in life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't know if you know, when you when you're stuck in life, you're comfortable. Um and you just need a way out, right? So I went to the vault, actually. Yeah. Um, and I went there. I prayed, right? I'm a man of God, Christ. Um.
1: Nice. Me too.
0: <laughs> yep. I prayed. Um, I prayed for clarity. I prayed to give me clarity um, for my next moves, right? Mm. Like Patrick says, plan out your next 15 moves. Yeah. Um, and being so young, it's hard to plan out your next moves. Because mm. um, there's you're, you're so much stuff around you so much information coming in, do this, do that, do e-commerce, do this, you know? Yeah. So I went to the vault with, for clarity. Um, mm. and out of everything I got, everyone I talked to, everyone's like, you have to move out your hotel. Huh. <laughs> Everybody. Wow. <laughs> yep. Um, so I moved out, um, this Sunday and day after day, some days I would stay at hotels, but my hotels, uh, but other days I would be working in my car and I would just fall asleep in my car. Wow, <laughs> yeah. So, and that's most of the days. That was probably what, it's Thursday, so mm. probably three out of the four days I stayed in my car. Wow, um, I would wake up at 5 a.m., go to Planet Fitness or LA Fitness. Um, hopefully, I'm good before this airs. I'm, I'm using my friends' memberships that look like me, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm able to go in, yeah, um, bro. Scan <laughs> it's all the hustle. <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do, <laughs> yeah, bro. exactly. Like,
1: I gotta, I mean. I understand what it is, all right? I I was, uh, you know, actually willing and and by my own will uh, was kind of homeless for about two to three years. Uh, The same, man. I I lived out of my car. Um, You know, I stayed at my, uh, which, by the way, huge shout out to Mr. Young, Tony Young. He's actually uh, my martial arts instructor since I was four years old. Uh, He he actually helped to change my entire life uh, since I've been four. But I stayed on the karate school floor for about two years as well. Uh, and just, it is what it is, yeah. man. I was, I wanted, I had to figure it out, you know. But through that yeah. time, to be honest with you, um, I grew through adulting like I've never grown before. I, I, my business actually grew tremendously while I was on the floor. Um, and a lot of people didn't know I was sleeping on the floor. A lot of people know I didn't know I was sleeping in my car. But it trained me. It gave me that discipline uh, needed in the, in the adult life. I had discipline in my life as a child, you know, because I was in martial arts. Um, and I got my black belt uh, when I was about 12, 13 years old. And uh, I had been training since four. So that's seven-something years there, you know, of, of training in martial arts. Uh, but I, what, I'm ta- what I'm saying is, is I know what it is to be in the grind and be in the hustle. And there is a time and a place, I think, that every man should go through that. Every I mean it may not be sleeping on the floor, or sleeping in cars, sleeping in motels, but it definitely must be going through the hustle and the grind and the grit it, in order to become a man, bro. So i I applaud you. Let's clap it <laughs> up for Lucas and everybody. This is fire. Yeah. So tell us more, man.
0: Um so yeah, um and actually so this Sunday, I left, right? Um I told everybody, all the important people, right? I left. Um and then What's funny is I actually got this networking opportunity because I, I network. I mean, I tried to network five hours a day, either DMs, um, phone calls, cold calls, you know, just building rapport with people around me. People, wow. when I go to the bank to go cash in some, um, to go deposit some money, right? right? I would talk to people around me, waiting in line, you know, just make crack jokes, build rapport so they know me, they know my name. Wow. Um, So regarding all that, I networked over there. I met this guy named Gary Clark. Hmm. Gary Clark, he played in the NFL. I think he's, I think he's, I think he won the Super Bowl. I'm not too sure. I'm not a big NFL guy. Um, But he heard about my hustle. He heard about my story. um, And he's actually inviting me to a suite for a commander's game this Sunday to network for his NFL real estate uh, network
1: thing. Wow. Um, That's fire, bro.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so. Right when I get to Orlando, I'm not even going to have time to, you know, sit down, uh, work. I mean, I'm, I'm working right now, but sit down and, you know, get grinding on Orlando time, right? Yeah. Um, I have to fly back to where I came from, D.C., hmm. for the game, and I'm flying back the morning, of the, the next, like, 5 a.m., the next wow. day. Wow. Yeah. And That's fire, get, bro. <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah.
1: my mentor taught me a long time ago, and you probably heard it before, out of every adversity lies a seed of equal or greater benefit. Okay. Did did you ever heard that before? I've heard it before, but... Listen to me. Out of every adversity... This is an adversity, right? You're out of the house. You're on your own. You're figuring it out. You're driving across country. You're staying in motels. You're (laughs) staying in your car. You're taking a huge risk. And for a lot of people who don't really know what entrepreneurship means, it actually means to to risk it all, to take risks. And so you're taking risks, and because of that risk... You're gonna reap a reward. So the bigger the risk, the bigger the result. And
0: I, I do want to mention, um, it's it's also about helping, right? Hmm. So throughout this journey of my through, <laughs> journey, right? Throughout these five days of this journey, <laughs> yeah, I've, I mean, I've given a Bible out already to this homeless Come guy because he he came up to I do I'm pro- I promise you I, this is God's plan for me. Yeah. Um, I felt it. I always had this gut feeling. This guy homeless guy came up. I mean, he wasn't homeless, but he came up to me. He was saying. You know this and that. I don't want to, you know, say too much, but instead of food, he asked for a Bible. Mm. So I was like, man, you know what? That's my <laughs> So I got him food and a Bible when I was able to sit down and talk with him, right? Yeah. And then eventually, throughout the conversation, I realized that one of his family members passed away. Wow. Yeah, close. Um, wow. The media family. So. It's all about giving, man. Yeah. And any book you read, any person you listen to, um, Tony Robbins, yeah. Gary Vee, Grant Cardone, they all give. 100%. Give information. Give, give, give. And then you shall receive.
1: 100%, bro. Yeah. W- without giving, you have nothing. Exactly. You know, if you're not a giver, you're a taker, period. There yep. is no in between. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to have, you have, to have something, yeah. right? And so um, a lot of people just have to understand the law of giving. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a law. Right. Uh whatever you reap that cell that you will sow, right? I mean, whatever you sow, that shall you reap, right? Yeah. So so let me say that again for everybody that's listening, all my melancholies out there. Whatever you sow, that shall you reap. Have you ever heard that before? No, I have not heard that. Before. Okay, it's 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 in the book, right? It's in it's in the Bible, right? Okay. And and you can actually go in and kind of like look at how it was written then. But whatever you sow out into the earth and in the world or in the ground, or whatever the case may be, that is what you will reap. So, if okay. you sow an apple seed right into the ground, what kind of tree are you going to get? An apple tree. Right? Yeah. Are you going to get a pineapple, brother? <laughs> no, no, are not going to get Are you going to get an orange? <laughs> nope. No, you're going to yeah. get an apple. Exactly. Because that is what you sowed in the ground. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. Exactly. So, so whatever you sow, that you reap. So, if I, so if I sow money, yeah. What am I going to get? More money. Period. Exactly. If I sow time. What am I gonna get? You're I'm gonna, get, I'm time gonna get time back. Yeah. If I sow freedom or information of freedom into the lives of others, what am I gonna get back? <laughs> you get freedom. Damn. If you sow yeah. a if you sow a Bible which has an infinite amount of potential,
0: yeah, into
1: someone's life, what are you gonna get? <laughs> <laughs> it's an, it's infinite, bro. Yeah. Right. And so what yeah. you just did, you have no idea what type of reaping is coming your way. <laughs> So I say get ready. All right. Guys, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast and you know he should get ready, go ahead and type it right now in the chat. Get ready. Yo, Lucas, get ready, bro. It's about to happen. Yeah. You know, so that's awesome, man. So yeah, tell man. us more, man, about this journey. Like what's 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 oh, going on?
0: Oh yeah, we on. can go. We can go before. Um, we can tell about what we do. So I do real estate, right? Okay. Um What I do, do re- you do in real estate? So I started off earlier this year as a realtor. Okay. Um, I like it, don't really like it. You yeah. know, in between that those two. Um I'm more of a, of, you know, being a realtor is more being like an advisor. Like, um, I like being more on the consulting side, like helping, you know, Mm. I mean, you are helping as a realtor, right? You're helping getting them dream house, but you're also kind of selling at the same time. I mean, like anything else. Right. 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 Um, but that's not what I want to be. Hmm. Um, so I got, I, I have a construction background for over like handyman contractor background for over three years. Cool. Um, So I'm moving down to Orlando. Um, I'm taking this funding course. His name is Arturo. met him at the vault. Yeah. Um, Arturo Giovanni. Yeah. Um, Great guy. Um, If you guys don't follow him, you guys should follow him. Um, He is direct with you. He's straight up. He tells you the truth, where you're at, and, you know, like what you need to do. So I took his funding course. He figured out the whole credit game. So now I'm doing um, this banking strategy where I can basically buy a primary home every 60
1: days. Nice.
0: Loan officers don't even know this, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, they probably do, but they don't tell you because it's under their company's um, laws, right, rules and regulations. So moving down to Orlando, doing that for the wholesaling and digital marketing, my true passion um, is I went went to go out. So this is where my, my true passion comes in is I was stuck, right? I was comfortable. I was doing the same thing, you know. I was working out, don't get me wrong, but I would eat unhealthy. Right. Hmm. I would I would go outside on the jog, I would come back, sleep, right? Hmm. It it was like I would do the I would do the things, right? But I would also do the bad things. But wow. um, you shouldn't do at all. You should do the good and then you know keep 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 the ball moving, keep the right. snowball rolling so it gets bigger and bigger. Right. Um so where was I? I got mad at ADHD. <laughs> Um, where was I? I was at the Guatemala trip. So I went so I was in this position of com- comfortability, right? Mm-hmm. Um and my mom, my mom um and her stepfather, they have a nonprofit. Yeah. And I always pushed it back. I always pushed it back. I was like, no, I don't want to go. The day before, I kid you not, the day before I was like, all right, I'm getting the ticket. Hmm. Guatemala, nonprofit. I'm yeah. getting the ticket, I'm going. God told me to go gut feeling again. It's the gut feeling I always get to move down here to go to Guatemala. Yeah. To um, stop stop drinking, stop smoking. Weed. We'll get into that later. Nice. But when I was younger, I, I was doing all that stuff. Wow. Um. And so, I went to Guatemala. Met twelve artists, entrepreneurs. Stories can't relate to anything I've ever seen. Hmm. Families, families. I mean, ten out of twelve of their families, you know, not living anymore. Um, living off the streets, hmm. artists, amazing artists. Um, and hearing the story, man, it just changed me. It, it like clicked a switch of me. Wow. Um, it clicked a switch of me. I went, I went back to the States um, and I was like, I, right, I need to, I need to figure something out. Right. I need to do something. Um, and the moment I realized is these guys don't have anything digital. They hmm. don't have anything to put themselves out there. They have Instagram, hmm. but they don't have, well, they, you can see their art and stuff like that. But they, they don't have anywhere they can book an appointment, you know, mm. all that stuff. So I, I did, I always been into web design, UI and UX designs, um, web agency. So I started my own web agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, it's basically I'm helping and coaching for a low, so I'm, I'm creating them a website and then coaching them how to use their website and implement it for uh, entrepreneurs, self-starters, and and small business owners, yeah. right? So because they don't, they can't spend twenty plus hours learning how to create a website, right? Right. They they want one already made for them, and then coached how to use their own website, right. and their own software, right? So I work with Wix, Webflow, Shopify, and Squarespace. Sweet. Yeah. So um, and hopefully I get um, if we're big enough, we got get a partnership with them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen, man. <laughs> They'll sponsor us.
0: Yeah. So. So my dream is once I get all this uh, web agency um, settled down, I get it, you know, systems and processes yeah. in place and everything. I want it to be a charitable business mm-hmm. where 10% of the proceeds goes directly to entrepreneurs and uh, small businesses worldwide wow. where they have um, an experience in the digital realm. So their their websites are paid for They're mm. and it, we host them, right? It's self-running. Um, not only artists, right? Come right. small businesses and all that stuff. So-,
1: so. So where would you say your focus is? You know, I know you talked a little bit about real estate. Yeah. I know you talked about UX design, things of that nature, websites, you know, coaching, helping people, philanthropy. You know, what I know about business and what I know about really making major waves is sometimes you got to pick a beach. Yep. No, exactly. (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. And it's like, like, bro, I, I used to, I mean, I'm telling you, like, and, and people know me, like, I was everywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. I, I've done so much in my life. There's, I mean, people know me for certain things. And we, I know you're going to ask me some questions about yeah. that, like what, what what I've done. But people ask me, people know me for so many different things, not just one thing. And I've learned over the last maybe two or three years is how to focus on the one thing. There's actually a book. Uh, that's that's written called The One Thing, right? Okay. And it's a phenomenal book uh, if you guys want to go check it out. But it basically talks about, and my mentor shares, like you have to figure out that maybe that one or that second thing that's going to build the most influence possible, yeah, income possible, and impact possible uh, to transform or change your trajectory of your current life or your current state. So from a coaching perspective, I want to coach you real quick, (laughs) Lucas, like, yo, bro, where are you right now? Or where do you want to be out of all the great things that you're doing and that you've done already? Because it sounds like you've already done great stuff. Where do you think your focus is?
0: So definitely 100% on the web agency, Hmm. right? 100%. The only reason I bring up real estate is because I believe, since I have experience in it, um, I believe it's... It's more of like the side thing, right? Yeah. I can buy my primary home while I'm doing web designs at nighttime because I'm a hustler. I'm working, what, 16, 18 hours a day. Yeah. Um, I work on the home, right? Mm-hmm. I'm working on the home while I'm doing, while I'm focusing. My main focus is on the web design, right? Sure. Um web, web agency, working on small businesses, entrepreneurs reaching out, code calls. I'm not doing code calling for wholesaling. I'm not doing all this stuff for real estate. Yeah. Right? I'm not, I'm not reaching out as much as I'm reaching out for web agency and web design. Right. My story, my story comes from this web design and agency. Wow! But if you do need help with the real estate world, and funding, and learning how to do all this stuff, I'm here. Yeah, it's. I mean, you can know a lot of. St- I know exactly what you mean. You can know a lot of stuff, but pick one to choose, and then put your put your knowledge and expertise.
1: To yeah, that. yeah. And and I only say this because as entrepreneurs, business. Well, entrepreneurs at some point have to turn into business owners. Exactly. And then and business owners, uh, at some point, need to turn into uh, advisories of the board or CEOs, you know, things of that nature. Like it's just different levels of, and I'm learning like, Oh man, when I was 25, 27, 28, I was everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know I was, I, I was doing this, doing this doing this and this, (laughs) you know, doing everything. And now I figured out a way to do everything, but stay on the one thing and people can, people can point towards that one thing. Um, One thing I would say is is building a team, guys, like building a solid, effective team.
0: Exactly.
1: You know, whether that's a team of VAs coming out of the Philippines or, you know, Pakistan or whatever the case may be (laughs) who can pretty much SOPs and run every single part of the business or whether that's just a great team of entrepreneurs, business owners who all have a different you know, area that they work in, yeah. that all of you guys are working together, then you can say, Yeah, I'm in real estate. <laughs> I mean, technically you may be doing the websites for real estate, right? Yeah. But your partners in real estate, you kinda of point, you know, there's different ways that you can be in everything without actually having to be the guy who's doing everything. Uh and I found a way to do that. And now um we're growing and scaling a lot of companies. Uh, helping a lot of you know of them turn a of their content into offers that sell. Okay. So, you know, I can tell somebody, "Oh yeah, I really am in the the trucking <laughs> business." Uh, because I'm growing and yeah. scaling a trucking trucking business. So
0: that that's exactly where um my the giving comes in with the real estate. Yeah. The reason I'm going to go over to Gary Clark Commander Suite whatever. Nice. I'm not into football. I'm into soccer. Um is because they're going to market me. I I mean I'm going to spend money too, but they're gonna they're gonna spend money to market me because they know I'm a hustler. I'm not gonna do anything with the leads. What I'm gonna do is create a referral business. I'm gonna give nice. the leads out to agents that I know. Agents that need help, agents that need leads, right? Hundred percent. So that's that's where the giving comes in too, right? You wanna keep giving, right? Now you can't keep everything to yourself because otherwise, what? You're gonna get right. overloaded, right? And you know that. I mean
1: No, <laughs> I mean this no, this is good. Like the yeah you what i would like for you to do and yeah, this may help you cuz we're all about creating the wave right yeah. like like a lot of people can go to the beach and get in the water but waves come from deep they come from the depths they come from way out right everybody's in the shallow water. You know, anybody can, you can go to the beach, you're playing games, you know, everybody's jumping. But when the wave comes, it seems like everybody needs to go out further in order to ride them. So let's go a little bit further. Let's go a little bit deeper. Okay, Check this out. (laughs) Have you ever thought about creating a business around giving?
0: Yeah.
1: Right? (laughs) Yeah. Because if, I mean, we talked about the law, right? Exactly. Right. Okay. Whatever you give, that shall you receive, right? Yeah. Whatever you you sow, that shall you reap, right? Yeah. So just think about it as, a, as a, a caveat or maybe even a pivot someday once you get to the point where you have the resources, the money, the tools, the strategies and everything. Okay. How could you make the maximum amount of impact, influence and income by giving? Because it sounds like that's what's really in your heart. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It sounds like that's what's really here in your passion. And so that's probably going to be the thing that fulfills you the most.
0: Okay. I'll keep that. You know what I mean? But you still need to make money. (laughs) Yeah, No, trust (laughs) me. I hate the the end of the sales when it's like, all right, um, credit card information. (laughs) Oh, bro. It's
1: the worst part, man. (laughs) And you know what? I understand. That's why you need a team. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? And that's why you get VAs now. (laughs) 100%. You need a team. You need a person who can handle... The logistics, handle the money, get an accountant, get somebody who can, excuse me, go through that sales process with the person. Okay.
0: So, Jakim, I want to know <laughs> exactly, because you said 24, 25, you're doing all these things. Yeah. What were you doing? Like, before, I mean, I guess when you were 20, like, what were you doing when you were 20 before you did all these <laughs> things?
1: <laughs> when I was 20, bro? Oh, man. In college, jeez, I was... uh. I was the life of the party, man. <laughs> <laughs> South Carolina State University. Um okay. you know, um, I went to South Carolina State University, came out of uh Riverdale High School. Okay. Um, you know, I was I was out of the house, right? So I come I come from a a really Christian background, right? My mom is an elder, okay. my father was a preacher, you know, and a singer. My mom was you know, was an evangelist and all this kind of stuff. So <laughs> you know in the, i came from a a tight knit home but we you know at that particular time you know between that 18 to 20 we were living in riverdale <laughs> you know uh, what i mean riverdale georgia and on the south side and so um i've completely changed i believe from the person who i was even to the person who i am right now my dialect everything has changed right okay uh and for the better and it's really because I knew even in that even in those moments I knew I was supposed to be somewhere else okay uh so so when I went off to college I was like man I'm away you know I'm away from home uh, I don't uh you know I don't have to go to church unless I want to you know <laughs> you know how it is it's like exactly yeah I don't, you know I'm not in this super tight environment which by the way I'm super thankful for that Environment. I'm thankful for my mom. I'm thankful for that environment. But when I got to college, man, I was I was going crazy, man. Uh, <laughs> my yeah. first my first year in college, I was wilding out. I no exaggeration. It's like, you know that it's it's like that kid that comes in. He's like trying to be super narrow and straight. His parents got him on, and then he yeah. gets away and he goes nuts, right? So for the first time, um, my first year in college, bro, I was wilding. <laughs> I was wilding out. No, I think that's good to hear. It was fun yeah. parties, life of the party, planning parties, um, doing all that kind of stuff. So, um, how did I come about this? I mean, that's a long story. I, you might have to ask some more questions. <laughs> oh, so,
0: I guess what I was trying to get at was when you started. Like, when did it click? When did when did the trigger click?
1: You know, for business?
0: Yeah, for business. Just in life, you know, because for me it was hear that so you can get a better understanding and then build off of it um when i was when i was like around 17 i was um you know before that i started smoking weed when i was like 14 smoking wow. weed i would drink with my family but you know just because the spanish culture right drinking um and i realized and I'm i'm thankful i mean she's we're no longer together but she she i was vaping too Wow. She had a big impact on my life, my my ex-girlfriend. Oh, wow. Um very mature. We were both very mature. Um and you know, it was just hanging around the wrong crowd. Hmm. Hanging around with the wrong people. Um I don't know who needs to hear this, but you are your sphere. Yeah. Literally, bro, I'm telling you, July, I had no one around me. First person I connected with was Jeff the entrepreneur. Yeah. After that Big I, shout I saw out to the, my bro. Yeah. Jeff. Big shout out to Jeff the entrepreneur. Go follow him. <laughs> If not, I'm giving shout outs to everybody my- yeah. <laughs> um I met him I, I saw the video 11 weeks ago 11 weeks ago this all this all came together wow. with real, not but when I was 17 everything changed right yeah um 11 weeks ago I changed my sphere entirely hmm. and I only talked to jeff and then some of the guys who want to better themselves right and I kid you not I, throughout those 11 weeks I'm now in a circle with his circle. Yep. Um, I, I'm connected with you now. I'm connected <laughs> with Gary Clark. Yeah. I'm I'm like connected with all these people who like want to be like, you know, want to be better. Yeah. And everyone behind me is like, it's like, damn, like, yeah. you know, and I'm like, come with me. So now I'm creating this inner circle. If you guys want to like, I don't know if my Instagram's going to be here, but follow me. I'm going to, I'm creating this mastermind for young men. Yeah. And it's, and, and woman, if I mean, and girls, if you want to woman where it's, it's just, staying healthy staying wealthy it's like an accountability group. yeah 100%. and my buddies are in there um it's gonna be every sunday i'm planning it to be 6 or 8 p.m um and it's just to hold yourself accountable well yeah. because that's what i needed at that age right that's yeah. what i needed being 17 being 16 i needed i needed some hard love yeah right um i needed to die i needed plans i didn't mm. have plans i didn't have anyone to give me plans right yeah. um Diet plans. I mean, it's all on YouTube, but no one's there to hold you accountable. You're 95% more likely to complete your goals
1: if someone's holding you accountable. Right, 100%. Um, but, yeah, that's that. Yeah, man, that. I mean, so you know. So, for you, let's talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Well, first of all, great stuff. Let's clap it up for Lucas for letting go. And I mean, there's a lot of people who may still be doing their thing, you know, smoking weed, drinking, everything. That's yeah. cool. But at the end of the day, in order in order to operate at an optimal level, period, as a human being— you know, you, you do have to make those kinds of decisions in order to go up. I mean, and look at how fast, right, you went, yeah. right? All right. It, and a lot of people are afraid of the time, right? They're just afraid, of, H- how long is this going to take yeah. in order for me to become successful or get around the right people? Sometimes it's really just that decision. Yeah. The moment you make that decision is the moment things turn on, yeah. all right? But if you never make the decision, it never turns on. And so when did I make the decision? Uh, i never forget this, man. Um. I was coming from I, – I actually came back home. I think it w- may have been a break. We had some kind of break. I'm not sure what break it was, Christmas break or something like that. But we had a break. It was my sophomore year and, in college, and um, I, was look, I was at home, and I was looking for all kinds of ways to make money. And you know how you go on those websites, right? And it's like, you can make $10,000 in two weeks, <laughs> you know? And, like, they have all these emails and these pages and funnels going out. And I was clicking on everything and putting my name and email in it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, make $20,000, make $10,000 in two weeks. And to be honest with you, you know, none of those things actually worked. But I was I was fired up. I was hopeful. I felt like it could work. Uh, and so I ended up meeting a gentleman while I was at the Starbucks looking for ways to make money. Um, I ended up meeting a gentleman. Uh, big shout out to Mr. Anthony Walker, uh, one of my first mentors that – Actually, was the the real reason I I made the pivot? Can I, can I pause you right there? Yeah,
0: this is guys. This is this is insane because it's once you start being hopeful and start looking. Yeah, that's it's what's what's that? Oh, no, I'm on. Yeah, what's that um reticular vision or something? When you when you say when you just say you buy you just bought a Ford Focus, right? Yeah, um, you go out and you only start seeing Ford focuses. Yeah. yeah, um, I it's forgot that what that's called. Yeah, law of attraction. Yeah, law of attraction. Right when you're hopeful, right when you want to keep moving, you're going to start attracting those things. and You're going to start noticing people around you. Yeah. And that's Anthony Walker, right? You said? Yeah. Anthony yeah. Walker,
1: man. He came into my life. Um, I was actually looking. Um, so I left out of the um, of the Starbucks, right, yeah. after looking. And I, fe- I found nothing, right? I, <laughs> I, was, oh, okay. I was trying to figure out ways to make a lot of money really quick, but it just didn't happen. And so um, I, I was walking out. I was going back to my car. And right next to my car was... His car. I didn't know it at the time. I was looking inside of his car um, because he had something hanging from his um, his rearview mirror uh, from a, a fraternity that I was uh, looking into. And at South Carolina State University, I was actually uh, in a a preline, if you will. <laughs> I, was on, I was on the preline for for this uh, this fraternity. Um, and by the way, major respect to that fraternity. You guys know who I'm talking about you know um a lot of you dogs out there but but you know who what i'm saying and so um you know i was i was looking and i was like oh man he's a part of that and that's what i'm looking to be a part of right and so um long story short he was coming outside and he was like hey you know cuz i was looking at his car it looks weird right <laughs> yeah. so I was, he was like hey you know um how you doing you know what's your name what what you looking for you know and i was just telling him a little bit about you know what was happening and i'm kind of on this this journey to become, he's like, oh, okay, great. That's awesome. You know, what school you go to? And he started asking me a little bit about what I'm doing in life. And I just told him, I was actually looking for ways to make some extra money. He said, well, that's ironic. I actually help a lot of people like yourself uh, to create passive income online. Uh, And, uh, you know, we got to talking. He introduced me to my now mentor, uh, Tony Rodriguez, uh who is phenomenal super super next level guy uh and he has changed my life literally for the last 10 years um he's been my primary coach uh in an online e-commerce business and that is actually how I was able to get uh, my pivot that was that was the pivot right that was the so i went to all of these different meetings with these entrepreneurs i started learning i started growing i got involved in e-commerce right mm-hmm. at that time and you know, I started making a little money. I went back to college. I started building the business. I realized there's there's not a lot of leaders where I thought there were leaders, mm-hmm. so I had to pivot. I ended up leaving that school uh on a whim to come back to be with my mentor. Sophomore year. Uh my junior year. Okay. You know, I just packed up my bags and left. I didn't withdraw from school or nothing. I literally <laughs> I literally had stuff still going up money-wise. Like like I like I was still there. Mm-hmm.
0: I oh, should wow. yeah,
1: exactly. I just packed my bags and I left. I told my mentor, I'm coming back to Atlanta. I have to to be, you know, around you guys because out here right now it's not tracking yep. as it relates to growing a business like what we have. And so, okay. I came back to Atlanta and um, my coach said, "Hey, you got to finish. If you start something, you got to finish it." So I went to Atlanta Institute of Music to finish out my last year. Um, I went at the top of the class. I got the scholarship. You only there's only one scholarship they give out per semester, uh, and so I got the scholarship. South Carolina, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Atlanta Institute of Music. Uh, my mentor is there. Oh my gosh, Gary Wilkins, bass player, phenomenal. <laughs> uh, and I and uh, you know all the guys that helped me in that area, mm-hmm. helped me to get on these major stages and playing music for all these big artists. It was phenomenal. So I graduated there. As, uh, and in September 27, September 2014, I graduated from there, and I went full-time in my business, and my life changed forever. There you go. My mm-hmm. life changed forever, bro. And so it happened to me when I realized mm-hmm. that I wanted more. It happened to me when I realized that my mom was working her butt off, working her chops off, and yeah. we weren't millionaires. Exactly. You know, and we weren't living the lifestyle that we really wanted to live. And it, it wasn't because that she couldn't do it. It was because it it just wasn't happening. And I, I wanted to figure it out. And so I had to make a pivot, I had to make a shift and I took it in my own hands and thank God because of all of that, it's now happening. You know, I'm taking care of my mom. She's amazing. She's got her own life. She's super vibrant. Yeah. Um, I'm taking care of myself. Um, I got a few other people that I'm covering. It's phenomenal, bro. It's, it's awesome. And now, and now we get to help more people.
0: I love those stories. Because when I, before I started my journey, during when I started my journey, um, like when I stopped smoking and all doing all that stuff, um, I would always hear these stories. I'm like, I always ask, do you have any documentation of your life?
1: Yeah. You <laughs> I do. got pictures, bro. <laughs> I got pictures. Like I, when you
0: I, changed, like right when you changed, did you start writing down, journaling? I, you know, I, you I, I do
1: have, have a lot of notes from... Coaching sessions, okay. That I had, and I I have to dig that up. I know I have it though. That's good. Um, yeah. I have to dig it up. But I got tapes, CDs, I got videos. My yeah. mentors has got videos and pictures of me. There you go. Yeah. Uh, when I was changing, I got pictures of me, bro. When I was straight, looking like the hood. <laughs> okay. Like I got pictures, bro. That you'd be like, that is not you, Jackie. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, I, I have videos. I got pictures of me. Talking in my vernacular, the way I speak, was totally different, bro. Yeah. I mean, com- <laughs> completely different. Okay. You know, and, in, and if anybody knows Atlanta, anybody from the south side or f- from, you know, Old National, gobby Road, you know, Red Oak, that area, College Park area, we have a really interesting slang. A really interesting slang. Is it, is it the skee no no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no no, no. No,
1: no, no. It's really interesting, you know, um, but when you start developing, you start growing, and you start changing, you start realizing that although that was pivotable, although that time that I had was epic, it was what I needed to be who I am today, I, lo- I mean, I'm super thankful for the way I grew up. Like Although it was not perfect, and there was a lot of crazy stuff happening, and my mom was straight shielding me from all of that stuff, you know, I'm thankful, but I'm also grateful that I'm in the position that I am in now, and I'm able to speak to the younger guys and, like, yo, bro, Dude. I already know what's going on. <laughs> it's cool. But let me, t- let me show you how to navigate this and get to the level you want to really be. But if you don't want to be there, that's cool. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm not going to change you. Yeah. You know, because no young person wants any person to try to change them. And I think that's, that's uh, the epidemic that we have now between the older yeah. and the younger the, that's exactly Yeah, you know,
0: that's 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 my goal. Once I money's all free, I want to hit kids who between the ages of thirteen and like nineteen, right? Smoking yeah. weed, they're stuck playing playing video games all day, right? Have these, I mean, these horrible addictions. You know, staying home, doing all this stuff. Yeah. um And I was able to take out maybe three guys. One guy right now, he's actually just starting his journey. He's really he's in mechanic school. Nice. And I worked I work out with him. His name is Jimmy. Hmm. Um. He's gonna do big things, um, but one thing about him that always annoyed me, and I always told him, is hmm. stop complaining. Hmm. <laughs> stop. Once you get those complaints out of your life, yeah, just show gratitude. Every morning, every morning, I wake up, I have the schedule, I pray, show gratitude, I read my definite plan from Think and Grow Rich, nice, and then, um, and then I go to the gym. Hmm. Right. That's that's the day, right? I, right? I try, I keep that in stag. If, even if I don't go to the gym, I still wake up to that and I go to sleep like that. Wow. Um. Except, yeah, except for the gratitude part. But anyways, the same thing.
1: So what what would you say to the guys, right? Right now they're around your yeah. age, maybe a little bit younger, and they got the girls thing going on, right? They're looking at the girls. They're hanging out with the girls. You know, they're spending time. What, 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 what would you say about yeah. this?
0: So when I started my journey, I actually, I wrote down my thoughts because I started writing down my thoughts. Um, and this is actually one of the first things I wrote was, choose a partner that pushes you to be your best self, um, that will guide you down the right path and to fulfill each other's purpose on this earth, hmm. right? And if it's not that, then it's not it, right? Because hmm. then it's just distracting. Right. Like, it's just distractions at that point. 100%. Um, and even now, it's just, if if both of you guys are not willing to, like, invest or if she's not willing to invest in you, um, I don't want to be like into deep, <laughs> no, because I'm, I'm only, like, I'm so young, I don't have that in the <laughs> <grand>. <laughs> um, But it's really just that, right? It's, it's just... Um, Making sure that none of you guys are distracting each other. It's not a distraction, right? right? It's not just to fill a spot of love because love is just a verb. You actually have to put in the work. It's a different LLC. It's a different business. Yeah, um, you have to put in the work. Like Pat, that's what Patrick Bay Davis said. It's a, yeah. it's a whole different LLC.
1: I love what Pat said. You know, yeah. he said, "Hey, um, hey guys, I can't promise you anything, but I can tell you this: we're gonna be married for a year." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was amazing, yeah, yeah. and I and I really I really agree with it. Yeah, because people change, man, you know, and people decide that, hey, maybe I want to go a different way. Maybe this wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And at the end of that year, I think it's okay for you to revisit it. You know, a lot of people get together and they want the long term, but they have short term work ethic. Yeah, they want the long term, but they have short term uh, realistic love ideology. Like like they're, they're they want to be together forever. But they still have hurt, and 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 um, you know things that they have to work through that they've never worked through before. Yeah. And so when he said that, I was like, "Yo, I have to implement that somehow <laughs> into my life when it's time for me." Because you just never know, you know. In this day and age, it's not. I mean they they don't they don't really make the queens the way they used to make them. <laughs> <laughs> not right. You know what I mean? I mean, and we're hoping that it goes to a better level, right? We're yeah. hoping that the the ladies are going to the better. And even the guys, like guys yeah. have to, all of us collectively, we have to get better. Get exactly. And you know that's, I mean?
0: that's where it comes in being better to yourself, right? Yeah. Being starting out young, stop playing video games, start working on yourself. Yeah. Stop, like, you know, just start biggest recommendation I can make it. I know you hear it all the time is read and mm. I'll, I'll give you guys a book. It's, I'll give you guys a book to start out with. It's called Breaking the Bad Habit of Being Yourself. Mm. I read that. I read that book in a week. I, I fire. This is a good tip for you guys. Look, listen. You grab the amount of pages in the book, and you divide it by how many days you want to read it. So, mm. say I, I read once. I read a book once a week. I try to read a book once a week. Once every eight days, seven
1: days. That's fire, bro.
0: Um, and that book had 240 pages, so I read like about 30 pages a day. 40 yeah. pages. And I'm telling you, that book, it changes how you think. It basically unravels. Everyone's born with this DNA they grow up with, right? If your grandparents were stubborn, you had like this stubbornness, right? Um, this book basically grabs that DNA with your thoughts, unravels it, and then you're able to create new d- DNA just by your thoughts alone. Hmm. It's like Think and Grow Rich, right? right. Once you have a definite plan, um, you read that plan every day with your right. thoughts, you read it, you read it, you read it. It's the same process. this was made by a doctor. I forgot he was a psychologist or something um great book recommend it first read, yeah, first read. I
1: mean the fact that you're reading bro like that's, <laughs> the fact that I'm reading <laughs> that's huge I mean I mean a lot of people are not reading I mean yeah. I remember um when I was in college or maybe even a little bit before like at the time. Only real book that I had read from start to finish was Huckleberry Finn. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I was super smart. That's the thing. Like, yeah. super smart, super intelligent. Yeah. I was excelling in all of my classes, but I wasn't reading a book a week. Okay. And I, I, didn't, I didn't really start reading until I told you, like I told you before, you know, when I got with my mentors, my coaches, um, when I was in my sophomore year and came back to Atlanta. Like, that's when I really started reading books. I started reading, you know, one of my favorite books, The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz, right? You know, um, one of the best books you can get if you're looking to jump into entrepreneurship uh, for real and actually be successful. Exactly. Um, you know, I started reading these books and, and learning and developing and listening to audios and positive yeah. audios. And it just really changed my life. So I think you're right, Lucas. You know, if you're a, a lady or a guy right now and you're trying to figure out how to navigate being a successful or an entrepreneur or just getting out of the rut. Yeah. Read books.
0: Self, self-knowledge, self self-growing books. 100%. Go, go to Barnes & Noble, go to the self, self-transformation self section yeah. and get po- those books.
1: Dude, positive mental attitude, PMA, yeah. right?
0: And in addition to that, I do want to say the Bible is all those books in one, just 100%. FYI. It's all those books in one. All those books are just basically like just specific and then you grab stories out and then they yeah. put them in the book. The Bible has it all for self-transforming, but it's just a big
1: book. <laughs> you want to save some money, guys? <laughs> yeah, just buy you one book. You don't want to read? You want to buy one? The number one success <laughs> principle book on the planet, <laughs> go get the Bible. Bible. Yeah. And then go get a group of people who are positive who can help you dissect the Bible. Because a lot of people yeah. just read it. It's like they don't even understand it, right? Yeah. Um, but when you get around positive people who don't have a preconceived notion or they don't have, like, you know, this is the way it is. It's like, no, let me figure out what way it is by dissecting it and allowing your heart and your mind and your and your body, your ability, your soul to attach itself to what's actually happening and figure out what's actually right and what's good for you. Because really, the book is instructions, yeah. right? At the end of the day, what what you feel, what's being told to you, how you're receiving information from the one above is actually... Uh, how to interpret that book, so yeah. you know like so that. so yeah man um <laughs> I, like I I love dissecting the bible that's so, probably my f- most favorite activity in the world but did, you,
0: did you grow up um religious then or? i did man okay. uh i did, and
1: i and I did stray away from it um uh, for a little bit what age uh i was a uh, freshman <laughs> freshman year in college okay, there you go. i had a I had a moment man where i just for some for some reason i i just I just started doing everything that I didn't do or didn't get a chance to do or didn't have the opportunity to do. And, and you know, in college. And, um, I had a moment where I don't ever want to feel that again. Has anybody ever had that moment? Have you ever had this moment, bro, where it's like, you feel like God has left you.
0: Oh, oh yeah. That is the
1: most worst feeling in the world. It's,
0: it's, it's cuz it's like who loves me right i mean if right. you believe in god it's 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 really just like a it's like a heartbreak almost man it's <laughs> no it is a heartbreak it's, right you feel empty <laughs> yeah you feel empty nothing's
1: going so, right yeah everything's going wrong <laughs> it's just so you can't even buy a break yeah. you know what i mean like it's just everything was going wrong man um and i was doing everything wrong yeah. and uh god hit me man and um i i never forget it i was crying i was Pushing stuff around. I was punching walls. Yeah. I was beating my head up against walls. I'm serious. I mean, it was uh, right, really bad in my dorm room. Yeah, uh, And I remember God, as I stayed in there, by the way, the entire day. Like, I never leave. I don't think I even used the restroom or got up to pee, bro. Yeah. It was, I mean, and I remember God as loud as I ever could hear him before. He said, open the Bible. I mean, it was... <laughs> It was crazy. I thought, I mean, I was looking around. I was like, is anybody here? I mean, seriously, it was loud in my head. Open the Bible. And so I opened the Bible. I did not flip through any pages or anything. I just opened it. And the first thing it came to was Isaiah, the first chapter. And I'm telling you, if you open up the book right now, for everybody who's listening to this, Run and go get your Bible right now and open it up to Isaiah the first chapter and read the en- entire first chapter. It will tell you, you know what's what was going on. <laughs> crazy,
0: man. I, when, I, when I was down too, I, I did the exact same thing. God told me he was I was down exactly like you said, and I was I prayed. I was like, dude, I, I need you right now. Right now, I need you right now. Um and I drove down to the lake with my Bible. I wanted to make it memorable because I know God is always there. I drove down to the lake and I was like, "All right." It was raining, it was pouring, and I opened up my Bible. It was Proverbs 83, and I read the whole thing, (laughs) and I was like, "Holy! It's insane, man! It's yo God is God is great, and it's He just puts these position He puts you in these positions so you can overcome them, right? Yeah. Um, and it's it was it was a crazy moment like yours. But yeah, yeah.
1: I, I I mean I overcame it. I but I I was I kept reading because when I was reading the first time I was like, yo, I'm about to die. <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm out of here. <laughs> I mean, it's no it's no hope for me. I mean, if literally if you read Isaiah first chapter, it's horrible. I mean, it's it's like there's no hope. There's nothing else. But see if you keep reading, uh, well, uh, if you keep reading, <laughs> if you keep reading it, it says. However. <laughs> oh, you dude. know what I mean? And so and so I was like, "All right, Lord, let me let me focus on the high over the however part. Let me focus, you know, let me get this thing right. Funny, or at least man. try to get it right because I'm gonna be honest you actually as I was reading it, I was just going deeper and deeper. No. I was like, <laughs> "This is bad. This show this is oh, showing God. me everything that I've done wrong." I mean, uh, I mean if you th- I mean dude, and then uh, it said however, right? Right. And it's like, "Hey, here but here's the good news." Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I'm super thankful like God gives us a, a second or third chance, but at the same time we do have to at the same time we do have to make the chances that He gives us worth it, you know, and for all of those who are kind of battling with internal issues or yeah. you know external issues, things that are happening in your life, it's not over for you, so keep going right it's not over, but at the same time, can we focus on either becoming a part of, a kind of an accountability group or become a part of our team of the wave makers or get in yeah. some type of community or environment where so. you, can, you can be able to, you know, communicate yeah. and chat and get things off I, and, like, grow from this. I do want to
0: say this um, big guy, Ed Milet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I carry this quote with me every day. Um, I don't know. You, you've heard it. Um, it's, it goes like, God did not give you another day because you needed it. Mm -hmm. God gave you another day because someone else needed you. Yeah. Right. And I carry that with me every day because it's it's just telling you that you're you're not on this earth for you. Right. right? You're you're here for someone else. Someone else needs you. Someone else needs your heart, your knowledge. Right. Yeah. Um, And it's good. And I'm learning a lot from you, too. (laughs) Oh, man, I appreciate it. I mean,
1: I say something every day when I wake up in the morning, you know, uh, I same thing. I get up in the morning. I have to pray before my feet touch the ground. Yeah, I have to pray. I have to say, God, you know, uh, thank you for waking me up this morning. You know, thank you for giving me breath in my lungs. Thank you for yeah. allowing me to see, to hear, to smell, to touch, to feel, right? All the little things that we forget, you know, because a lot of us are asking for big things. But if you lose your hearing, it's over, bro. Exactly. I mean, at least for some time being. If you can't see, bro. Imagine I mean, you know what I mean? So the little things that give us the ability to kind of go out and and be ourselves are just the things that I'm thankful for. But I say this one thing, and I say it all the time. God, allow me to be a part of the miracle that you're doing in the place I'm going to walk in today. I say that everywhere I go.
2: I want to be a part of the miracle that that you're
1: doing in somebody else's life. And it has helped me tremendously. I actually got that from one of my mentors, super successful. I think he was making well over millions and millions of dollars at the age of 24. His name is Rick Fairchild. Huge shout out to Rick Fairchild. But he told me, Jakeem, you ought to start saying that every day. You ought to start saying it every day, every day. And you know what? Ever since he's told me that and I've been saying that I've been getting blessed everywhere I go. When I walk into places, I get blessed. When I walk into different places or places I never thought I'd be, I'm a part of the miracle that God is doing in somebody else's life. I get to help them. I get to impact their life. And so saying these positive affirmations and saying things that can navigate your ability through that law of attraction or godly or godly attraction, rather, is important. You know, so, yeah, man, um, I want to, you know, as we're going, we're kind of going all around here. I know we are. (laughs) And it's it's awesome because it's really just an authentic conversation with you. And I'm enjoying it. Know. You know, what would you what would you say is your next move? Cuz I know we talked about your next five moves, you know. Yeah, Patrick next next David's got a phenomenal book, but what would you say is your next move?
0: Um so I have two things planned out, right? I mean, my next move is Orlando, right? right? Um once this week gets situated, it's Orlando um get a property down there. Nice. Um <clears throat> multi multi multi-family property so I yeah. can rent out the other units and really just Build my network and just start branding. I kid you not, God put me in this amazing position. I'm on I'm on Jeff's advisory team. I don't like saying sales team. (laughs) I like saying advisory because it's all helping, right? Um, I'm on Jeff's team, and he put me in this amazing position where I've gotten so close with Jeff, where it's I'm basically I have all the strategies there. Yeah, all the branding and marketing strategies there. Like, yeah, that's that's college, like, <laughs> four years, like, yeah. like, not even four years worth of college. It's, like, 20 years worth of business right there. Yeah. It's all there. Um, and he put me in this amazing position where um, this web this web agency, start branding it, right, start marketing it. It's just all these signals going at me, but it, the only thing I have to do is just put, put the hard work in. Hmm. Um, my next 15 moves, um, I'd rather not, I mean, I could get into it, but right, I, mean, right, I, don't have, right. I don't have it written down. I mean, I have it written down, but I don't have it memorized.
1: Right. No, that's fine. So let me ask you this. What does the wave makers mean to you? You know, you've seen me moving and and grooving, doing my thing and helping a lot of people. You know, we run a great production company and content marketing company. But but what would you say based off of what you've seen and how you've interacted and what you felt? What does the wave makers mean to you?
0: I like to say that it's 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 someone who. Right. Right. I think of it as, I don't think of it as the ocean. I think mm. of it as the people in the stadium going, ah. <laughs> Right. And there's yeah. always that one person that starts it. There's mm. always that one person that starts the wave. And anyone, and once everyone starts doing the wave, and it comes back, it's like, it's such a good feeling. It and yeah. it's such an amazing feeling from like the whole stadium, from like, you know, the crowd. Yeah. It get, so what I get from it, sorry, um, is it's, it's a movement. Yeah. It's a movement. Um, one person does it, but that person who moves doesn't do it for themselves, mm. right? He does it for the crowd. He does it to help, like, to get people going, to get yeah. people moving, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's what I get from that.
1: I love that, bro. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know if that I might, change your whole No, <laughs> no, but I think that might be the first time I've ever heard somebody say it like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's phenomenal, and it's true. Yeah. Um, I've always been the eyeball, bro. Yeah. I've always been the one guy that makes or creates a new wave. Uh, so the fact that you said it like that, it's really just confirmation. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I love what you're doing. This is, this is something
1: good. This would you Would you good. consider yourself a wave maker?
0: I would say from where I'm at, from where, from where I am, I think I am, hmm. um, and I know that I'll be starting a big wave soon. I'll hmm. be starting a big wave for young men. Nice. Um, yeah, I got I got big targets to hit. Yeah. Right, and I think I'm gonna be creating a big wave.
1: Awesome, man. We'd love to help you with that. You know, <laughs>
0: you're you already are. <laughs> you're getting my story out there. Yeah, man. You, know, you got me in the like the beginning of my journey, which is amazing because yeah. it's like we're gonna look back at this and be like,
1: dang. Yeah, bro.
0: Yeah, I'm never gonna
1: forget this. So, bad. what is the scariest moment? Right, <gasps> scariest. scariest moment in the last, let's just say, thirty days. <laughs> what that has been good. the most scariest moment, and how did you overcome it?
0: the vault, (laughs) the vault networking, biggest networking event I've ever been to. Um, I mean, networking with realtors is, is okay. Right. I mean, it's just people in your same industry, but meeting multimillionaires and billionaires, um, amazing salespeople, people who know more than you, people who are, have a higher, higher confidence, people who, um, who are authentic, people who, you know, what are, what, how do you say that word? They're like super, they're too confident, right? And then you just learn a lot. Um, but I didn't know that going into that, right? I thought it was, I thought it was just um, like a whole bunch of people that they already know each other. No one's going to want to talk, right? Um, so I was trying to stick with people I know, yeah. which is, which is the worst thing you can do at a network. Don't stick with people you know at a networking <laughs> event. <laughs> don't, don't, because they know the game. They're going to leave you. You're just going to be looking like a like – a, Plus one. Yeah, you know. plus one. Um, that, was, that was like the first – and I'm going to go off I'll track a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, I'm thankful and grateful for being the youngest sibling. Shout out to all the youngest siblings yeah. because I do believe you're the, you're the most observant. Hmm. I'm the youngest out of four. And I do believe you're the most observant, um, out of the whole family being the youngest. Right. I would see what my brother would do. I see what my sister would do. Um, they would get in trouble. I would do the same thing, but take a different route. (laughs) Exactly. Um, so going back on track I within, I noticed that I observed it within the first two hours. I was like, oh man, I look like a joke. I don't want to do this. Um, so that, that was pretty scary going into that. Um, I was just hopping on someone's back, um, just like, you know, just hopping on people, people that I know, just driving the like talking to people that I know and all yeah. stuff. It's not good. Don't do that.
1: <laughs> so I know we talked about this a little earlier and I want to, I want people to hear it and I'll share mine later, but where, where did entrepreneurship start for you?
0: Oh <laughs> yeah. Um, it started when I was, um, for people my age, um, they probably know what Ninja Stars is. Ninja mm. Stars. Um, it's this origami thing where you would build sticky notes, then you would be able to close and open it, throw it in class. They actually banned them because they were spiky. Wow. Um, but third grade, I don't know how old I was, but I just remember the grade, third grade, fourth grade. Um, I would build, like, a boxes of these, hmm. and I would just sell them for food, for anything, right? For right. anything I could get for an extra, <laughs> chicken, for extra chicken tenders right, at right. lunch. <laughs> I would just get what I want. I love um, it. Some people would give me money, but that's, that's when it started, Ninja Stars. Creating, creating. I was, I was always, I'm dexterous. I, I like creating stuff with my hands. I was a mechanic for four years. Wow. Um, or three years, my bad. Three years. Um, I leveled up on that exponentially, like super fast. But that's, that's a different story. Um, but I've always been hands-on, um, creating stuff and then just giving
1: it. So you can build a house.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, Lego house. <laughs> nah, like,
1: uh, uh, Cause you said something about construction no, I was like something. man I just moved into this new home yeah. I'm like I kind of wanted to see if you could Do the basement you know what I mean <laughs> Oh that's, yeah well I'm out in Atlanta but <laughs> Right 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 we had to get you down here That's awesome um, But yeah man so at least For me uh, like I was telling yeah. You before it started Man when I was like in the ages between Like seven and nine Okay um, You know Believe it or not, for anybody who knows Old National Road, uh Old National Highway right there. I actually used to sell Krispy Kreme donuts <laughs> on the side oh, no, of the road, right next to the McDonalds on Old National oh, Highway. Man, they,
0: comp- they didn't call the cops on you.
1: No, it was a bunch of us. I mean, <laughs> we were oh, out about- <laughs> you know, before the water boys of Atlanta, it was yeah. like it was like us selling Krispy Kreme donuts. The Water Boys and it, Okay, yeah, so there's Water Boys of Atlanta right now. They got their thing going on. Big shout out to all of the people in Atlanta, all the water boys of Atlanta doing their thing, you know, okay. making money. But okay. but um I was I mean, the Krispy Kreme that we got it from was like a block away. <laughs> right? It was like a block or two away. We take the Krispy Kreme, walk a couple blocks all the way up the street where the gas station was and the McDonald's was, and man, we were selling Krispy Kreme donuts all the time. And crazy enough is I didn't know that the money was going to a church and the preachers decided to use the money to buy mink uh mink coats. <laughs> uh, we raised like $3,000. It was oh, it was amazing. Wow. Um so that's kind of where my entrep- where I figured out that I was somewhat of an entrepreneur yeah. or people start saying he's great, right? Or he's he can yeah. sell or he can, you know, whatever case may be. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, I just took it from there. And I started really pushing my pushing the envelope, you know. I did yeah. the Pokemon cards, you know, yeah. and Digimon and, you know, Beyblades and selling <laughs> stuff at school and yeah. you know, I did that whole thing of you know, realizing that there was a situation like there was a there was a negative connotation of cafeteria food in school. Yeah. And so, you know, I would bring in hoagie sandwiches, chips and oh, drinks. Okay. And I would sell them, Damn. and people were buying them. I mean, there were there was literally times where I would bring where I was bringing in like duffel bags of, of of packaged really nicely, you know, sandwiches, hoagie sandwiches, yeah, chips and drinks. And I even got fancy with it. I know right now, uh, Highway eighty five, Quick Trip. If you're seeing this, y- yes, it was me. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but I used to go into Quick Trip and get all of the condiments. The ketchups, the mustards, the mayonnaise, <laughs> yeah. and I would make it look official. Like, I mean, think about going into yeah. school, and I, and I got all the condiments yeah, you need, yeah. you know, for your sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it was, it was amazing, bro. Like, I, was, I made a lot of money. And to be honest with you, I, I happily say, at Riverdale High School, I made $3,000 selling hoagie sandwiches, chips, and drinks. Oh, no wow. exaggeration. No, No knows exactly. that everybody knows it. if you went to school Riverdale High School, you know, Jakeem. you know, I was selling hoagie sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, there was times where I would walk in the class and the teacher yeah. wouldn't even allow me in the class unless I gave them a the hoagie, hoagie sandwich, <laughs> a chips and drink because the cafeteria food was horrible. So for everybody out there, you're looking to navigate. How do I make money in this economy? Follow the problem. The problem. Write that down. Find the problem. Follow the problem and then create or customize a solution yep. for that problem and then, and then make it happen, right? Exactly. Go out there and put together a game plan and make it happen. You know, I watched my mom, man, be an entrepreneur, you know, and she had to raise money, you know, because yeah. at the time I was heading out to, be, uh, to fight for the USA Olympic team. I'm a kickboxer. So okay. so I was on the USA, okay. U, USA kickboxing team. Yeah. We were traveling the world and this was our first time going. We had to pay our way there this time. It was our first time, and it was six thousand dollars, right? And so that's the reason why I was selling the hoagie sandwiches because, number one, I need to find a problem. I was I was, um, I was creating a solution for a problem, yeah. but also I had another problem. I needed three thousand dollars in order to go overseas to Croatia, Zadar, to fight for the USA Olympic team in two thousand six. So, so it was you know my mom she did, she was selling too. She was selling, you know, fish sandwiches. <laughs> No exaggeration, oh, bro. Hot fish out of the grill, like out of the oil, yeah. with like bread and potato salad and like <laughs> no oh, exaggeration. Man. I mean, plates were flying off the shelf in yeah. Union City, right? It was crazy. And she raised three thousand dollars as well, and that's how we were able to go. And I actually won uh, the. Oh f- no kidding! Yeah, I got the gold medal uh, and for USA Olympic team. Oh, that's big! Yeah, it's crazy. You guys go Google it; it's it's amazing. But it would—I was, was like, well, I mean, we were doing all this, and we yeah. were going. So my whole life, since I was about maybe seven years old, eight years yeah. old, I've been I've been an entrepreneur, uh, and and then I went from entrepreneur to now I run a business. Now I'm a business owner, right? One <laughs> so thing, now,
0: one thing I want to see is you and Andrew Tate in the ring, kickboxing.
1: I would love that, bro, Andrew <laughs> Tate. I love you. We'll do it. We'll do an exhibition match just totally for the love and for the fun. I totally man, do it. Yeah, yeah. Views, I mean, he's man. great for the views. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> You're gonna for be the wave maker. <laughs> oh yeah, wave makers <laughs> going up for sure. Definitely a yeah. an Andrew Tate fan. I think he's phenomenal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. I mean, anything that you need in order to help help you go to the next level and take yourself to the next level. What do you think that is like? Like, what leak do you think? that if it was filled it would help you go to the next level what what do you feel like it is
0: um i think it's i would say just the network hmm. i don't know i i would say the network i i know patrick said think about it deeply yeah. um but i also think network yeah um and just having a plan for my web design i i have the steps right I feel like God already gave me the, the steps needed. I just have to put in the work, which I've been doing. yeah um, but it's to reach for the next level is putting everything together. like I have all these puzzle pieces, all these puzzle puzzle pieces, and I have to create the one puzzle. So I think that's my biggest leak is helping someone helping me just putting these puzzle pieces together.
1: Wow, so it's really strategy Yeah, right? strategy Get the right strategy, exactly. the right blueprint and make yeah. it happen Well, here's what we'd like to extend to you, bro Yeah. Uh, just for being on the Wavemaker podcast with us And taking us to the next level Yeah. We never share this with people who are coming in Like on yeah. their first time We're just like, hey, we know that we can help them in some type of way So at the end of the podcast, we give them something Right, we give them something, right? we give them something that we can help them navigate And okay. you never knew this, right? <laughs> but, no, I didn't know I'm like, like just, I'm, I'm shocked I, but, But, hey, here's what we want to do at the Wavemaker Institute, right, with us and our company. We want to give you one free consultation strategy session to literally build out your entire step-by-step strategy on how to go from zero to hero and take the business that you want to do in the next level. You get one hour with me and my team, and we're going to help you grow it, bro.
0: Oh, man. Yo, this is you know this would be what $3,000 right here. 100% bro. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's that's that's great. Oh man, I appreciate that. Yeah, man. I honestly do. I well, do listen man,
1: it. we are we're so thankful. Yeah. I hope that you got everything out that you wanted to get out, but even if you didn't. Guess what? You can always come back. Wavemaker podcast is always open for coaches, yeah. consultants, speakers service providers people who are looking to grow and scale they're mm-hmm. looking to create mm-hmm. waves and they need maybe that next tip that next trick whatever that strategy they just need to go to the next level or they need to tell their story yeah. right and so that's what it's all about man so we're thankful we know that you're not missing the we know that you're not missing the wave <laughs> I'm, um, you're, yeah. you're not playing in the sand <laughs> I'm you <know>? not <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're focused on getting it in so um, so thanks yeah. so much for being with us man and if you have anything else go ahead and share with us
0: um i mean three things um to reach the next level for all the young men out there, self-control, self-focus, self-growth. Those hmm. three things, just hit it off, be yourself, um, and just stay focused.
1: I love that, bro. Wow. Yeah, man. <laughs> I love that. You know, self-control you. is huge.
0: Self-control is the biggest thing that you need. It's, it's self-control, self-growth, and self-focus. Putting all those three together, category, like filling in what you need. It, that's what I started out with um, self-control specifically self-control, controlling your emotions. Don't, mm. don't be too excited. Don't be too mad. Don't be too sad. Right. Um, and that's fine being at the young age you are, Yeah. but once you get older, then you can be like too excited. Right. But yeah. you learn self-control, you control your, you're controlling your emotions. You're yeah. Controlling how you look outside.
1: hundred percent. You know, yeah. I was, uh, one of my bros, man, huge shout out to him. Uh, Toby Gatson uh, owner of the actors district he's one of the greatest actors and coaches for actors that I've seen really yeah. I mean he's phenomenal uh, he